0: episode of the fit couple show ladies we want to call it to your attention our
1: brand new program the fit for her i literally felt like i had elephants sitting on my chest (laughs) and they were up to almost my collarbone welcome to our journey of the fit couple show where we
0: give you the guidance to be fit in all aspects of your life welcome back to another fit couple short and today Miss Julie Renee is going to be informing you all on what to expect if you want to get breast augmentation, a.k.a. your boobs done. (laughs) What's up,
1: baby? Hi, baby.
0: (laughs) So you went through a, I guess, experience is what we can call it here. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of um, excitement and emotions, other emotions that got involved in all of this. Yeah. Yeah. With that being said, we're going to keep it short and sweet, so uh, ladies, you know, if you're really curious about what the whole experience is like, tune in mm-hmm. for this nice little fire flame of an episode. Hot
1: fire flame. Hot
0: fire flame of it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So let's start here. Let's start here. So babe, why did you choose to get your boobs done?
1: I chose to get my boobs done, one, because I wanted to. Two, because when I cut down for my shows, my boobs disappear.
0: (laughs) They were still beautiful to me. I I know. I mean, I'm not complaining about the upgrade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. So, yeah, I mean, people, you know, want a super drawn out explanation of like, why, why would you do that? And it's like, because I wanted to, you know, that's that. That is a simple enough answer. Mm -hmm. And if this is something that you are battling with, Deciding on and really just considering other people's feelings, then just fuck it. No, do if you if you want to do it, do it. If it'll make you happy, do it. You know, I have really, really um, conservative parents, and even they were okay with it. You know, after mm-hmm. just I explained, I was like, "This is something that I really want." You know, when I cut down and bodybuilding shows, my boobs disappear and. I just think it would look a little bit better if I actually had something to fill them in. And this is something that I really want. And they ended up being okay with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the truth of bodybuilding. We're talking about your body being judged. And if you are a female, And, um, you know, you want to go to the national stage, at least, you know, having your boobs done. If you don't have, if you're not blessed with boobs is going to be very important in the bikini wellness figure division. Um, you know, women's physique, not as much, but even then, you know, it's just one of those things that it's a truth that you have to accept, even if you don't want to hear it.
1: Yeah. And, and look, we're in a sport that is a very, I mean, we're willingly in a sport that is very vain and is judging us on how we look. You know, yeah. and um, although I am aware of this, it is also it's just something that I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So if you're wanting to listen,
0: <laughs> OK, listen up. so so what was it like leading up to the actual surgery? Like what was the consultations like? What were some of the restrictions that you had?
1: So leading up to the surgery. Um, so first off, I had my consultation. If anyone wants to know, I have shared it a lot, but uh, I saw Dr. Morales in Houston, Texas, and I believe that the place is called the Aesthetic Surgery of Houston or something like that, but he is absolutely incredible. He made me feel very comfortable with him, very professional. Uh, We chose a size on my consultation. Um, He would come in. He would recommend things. He's like, okay, you're about five foot two. This is about how large you can go within reason And if you go a little bit more than this, it might start looking very, very unnatural. So if you are looking for a doctor, I would consider thinking about it really carefully. And if you're going to the consultation and they're not interactive with you, they're not helping you make a decision. I would say that that's kind of a red flag. So we kind of went back and forth on a couple of sizes. I actually got to like try them on um, the silicone um, little squishy pad things. So I tried them on and, you know, Zach was there. And for me, I was like, I don't really know what to expect. So I would ask for their opinion. I'm like, I kind of like this one, but like, what do you think? So he was very interactive in the choosing of the size. I would pick something and he would say, you know, you could go a little bit larger, but if you go about this size, it might be too big for your frame. So that's what it was like leading up to it. Once we decided on a size, which I was, 535 cc's. It was silicone, and we did a high round, which is the kind of like, you know, I guess shape when you put them inside there. And we did it under the muscle. So the difference between going under the muscle and over the muscle is kind of self explanatory. You know, under the muscle is literally under your chest muscle. So it's going to take a lot longer to heal. And there's, I think, more restrictions with under the muscle. Don't quote me on that. But over the muscle is over your chest muscle. I think it heals a little bit quicker because Mm -hmm. you're not going under an entire muscle. Yeah. Um, And those can look a little bit more, you know, fake. So that's when you see the ones that are a little more unnatural and like, whoa. Um, So that's why I chose to go with that. And if you go under the muscle, it doesn't affect anything with breastfeeding. And children is obviously something that I would really like to have. Um,
0: Really? <laughs> Even though I'm like I
1: don't want to be pregnant.
0: <laughs> Julia wants a surrogate mother. <laughs> I want a surrogate.
1: If anyone wants to hold Zach and I's baby, please just because uh. I am five foot two. Imagine like a five foot two girl who already has big boobs and muscular, and then has a giant belly. Like I'm gonna literally look like a melon. Anyways, a
0: potato. A potato. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. So you know the other thing that you know was kind of different that you know, the, the ladies may not know is that you had to stop your birth control too. Yeah. So So. I
1: had to stop my birth control for two weeks prior and two weeks after surgery. And it has, I guess it had something to do. I had to stop almost everything that had to do with thinning blood of any kind. So Mm. I wasn't taking any, there were certain medications I wasn't taking. They were really incredible at making sure that I was doing all of these things. I had a I think it was a month check-in before the surgery, like kind of this is how it's going to go. And then I had a week check-in before the surgery where they were like, okay, this, you need to pick up your medication a week before so that when you come for your surgery, you have it after. And the medication being things that would help with the pain, help with nausea, help with, um, what's it called? Any kind of infections. Mm -hmm. So, I had to make sure that this checklist of things were done. And then once I went and had the surgery um, at the surgery day, it was oddly very, very easy. Mm-hmm. You know, we went in super early in the morning. We flew in or we drove in from Austin the night before and then woke up in Houston and went to the surgery early in the morning. Zach dropped me off and I was like, okay, bye. I'm gonna go get sliced. I'm gonna go get sliced up.
0: And um, you went to sleep? Yeah. You woke up? Yeah. Yeah, did
1: literally, that's that's when it, they kept telling me it's going to be that simple. And I kept blowing it up like it was super big in my mind. But I remember laying on the table. And they're like, okay, we're gonna, do the, we're gonna do the anesthesia now. And I was like, all right, it's probably gonna take a little bit. And then bam, I woke up and they were like, hello, you did great. And I was like, what? I have boobs? <laughs> hey babe, let's take a quick break from this episode and let the listeners know about our giveaway for this month.
0: So we're moving the giveaways back to the iTunes review. So you're gonna to wanna to drop a review. Again, doesn't matter what star you put, but you wanna make sure that you put a star. You wanna put a written review and either your IG, TikTok, or email if you feel comfortable so we know how to identify you. The winner is going to get a free slot in our new Fit For Her program that's going to be starting in February. So we're very excited about bringing this to you guys, and we hope that you see the light.
1: Let's get back to the episode. So it was was very, very easy. The people who were Helping me, you know, get to each step, which was like, first they have to check with me, make sure that I had like vitals and stuff attached to me. Every person was super sweet and and explained everything that they were doing. So that is one thing that's really big for me is when I'm getting something new, even if it's like hair, nails, lips or something. I like it when people explain to me what they're doing and why they're doing Mm -hmm. it, because then it helps me understand like, oh, okay, but if you're just kind of getting, you know, shift around and like, yeah, you go here, go here, do that, then you don't really know what's going on. And especially if it's something this serious, like surgery, like they're putting things inside you, then you're going to want to know what's going on. So that was one thing that they did really well. So after I woke up from surgery, I literally felt like I had Elephants sitting on my chest. (laughs) And they were up to almost my collarbone. Mm -hmm. So, one thing that I had, I didn't know was going to happen because I didn't ask the correct questions, but everyone else knew except for me that when you get your boobs done, what happens is if you go under the muscle, they basically create a pocket where your silicone, I'm grabbing my boobs while I do this, which is really funny. (laughs) They create a pocket inside the chest muscle or under the chest muscle where your silicone implant is going to lay. So the reason that they create that pocket is so that later on when they start to heal, they start to feel like regular boobs and they'll move around like regular boobs will. So two months later, which is about now, they're starting to do that. Mm -hmm. So they'll start really, really high up on your chest and then they start to drop during, you know, the two, three, four months after surgery. Uh, so that was the really strange thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so what was it
0: like? You know, like the basically the week after, the week after the surgery.
1: Okay, the week after surgery. I mean, I got home and after I just fell asleep. I was on a lot of medications for the pain. And the medications I was on for the pain, I really didn't feel any pain, but I had to be on top of it. So Zach had to make sure because I couldn't Mm -hmm. really, I couldn't move. It was very difficult. You know I'm here for you, baby. Yeah, Zach had to do (laughs) everything for me from giving me a shower, putting my clothes on, um, even helping me out of bed. I couldn't even get myself out of bed because you can't use your hands to push on anything because you don't have one, you don't have the strength to do it. And two, once you do that, you're, you can feel the tightness in your chest. So I basically, for the first week I was laying <laughs> upright in a prep with a pregnancy pillow so that my, I was basically, it was like I was sleeping on a chair. It was like I was sleeping on a chair.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was fun to support you you know during that time and when I say fun it was like we had a lot of different things happen. I learned uh how to braid your hair and yeah
1: I was like babe can you braid my hair
0: put in ponytails yeah, he was, and all he's those. really
1: bad at it it's hilarious I mean
0: again I don't put my hair in ponytail yeah. every day so like first time doing anything
1: yeah it was the first time <laughs> him putting his hair in a ponytail and I was like I have to rely on this man for how I look which is hilarious <laughs> so It was very sedentary. I couldn't do very much. Yeah. Everything I had for the first week, Zach basically had to do everything. I couldn't even open doors. I couldn't close things because everything would hurt it. And it was a foreign object in my body. It was really weird getting used to it and waking up with a sudden like weight that you have never felt before is interesting.
0: So how long was it before you could work out again? Because that's the important thing.
1: So for me... (laughs) With the doctor that I went with, I was able to train in the gym lifting after three weeks. So with a lot of people who get theirs done, they can't train for like eight to 12 weeks. But I went to a doctor that is incredible and specializes in athletes. So I was able to train within three weeks. And then at that three week mark, I was able to do um legs the only thing that i wasn't able to do was many back movements and i think overhead overhead presses yeah. none of that and then at the 2 month mark i'm cleared to train everything mm-hmm. but from here on out i can no longer train chest for the rest of my life basically
0: which is fine because is you fine. already had a very developed chest <clears throat> and yeah. you know for y'all that haven't seen you know julia's lifting videos on social media she can bench press like 60 70 you could probably get you could probably go to like 100s if you really wanted to push it like the strength in that area yeah. so that was kind of I a big had a sacrifice very, very for a very strong
1: you. chest and i love training chest but with the category that I compete in, y'all know I'm competing in wellness, it's not necessary to have a muscular chest. So I would consider asking your doctor, like if that's something that you really don't want to give up, talk about your options, really, <laughs> really consider that and ask that question when you're going in.
0: Yeah, the from from my understanding, the problem with training chest when you have you know boob implants is that it starts to separate them. Mm-hmm. Like they, they start, start, to start go going to out. your
1: from the inside to they start falling into your armpits. Yeah, basically. so
0: that's that's the problem with that. You know, I I don't know what the frequency of of women that enjoy training chess, but that was definitely a big sacrifice for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it also aligned with, hey, you want to be a wellness competitor, so you don't need that shit anyways. No. So,
1: yeah. So that was one thing that was a little bit different.
0: And now they are not in your collarbone anymore.
1: No. So two what are we more than two months out and I had my last check in. I am free to train everything so I can do presses. I could do full back, full legs arms the only thing i can't train is chest obviously which is great so 2 months out i there are 3 weeks i can train basically everything except for a couple of presses and back movements 2 months out everything's good minus chest um and i've been doing the breast massages every single day 3 times a day there's certain movements that they have you do so that those pockets i was telling you about so that your silicone Implant starts falling into the pocket. So now my boobs are actually looking like real boobs. They're moving like real boobs. They're not stiff anymore. Um, and they'll continue to drop for like four more months.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah. The whole process. Yeah. Of getting breast augmentation. Mm-hmm.
1: And if anyone has any questions about anything, or if they're just nervous about it, feel free to shoot me a DM. I'm very open about talking about my experience. And, if you follow me on Instagram, I have an entire highlight dedicated to the breast aug experience from before I had them till a couple days ago. So everything is on there. Yeah.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning fam. in. To the booby episode. <laughs> to the booby episode. And as always, we love, we love you. you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Fit Couple Show. Hey, this is where you tell the listeners what to do.
1: If you haven't shared this with a friend, do it. We're watching. Always watching.
0: Oh, yeah, and what about the ratings?
1: If you think we deserve it, give us a five star rating. Thanks. We're very new at this, we need it, okay?